guys. Carolyn and I have challenged ourselves. Actually, Carolyn challenged me and I accepted the challenge. Yes. We are going to give you pretty much what we would consider everything you need to know in bite-sized pieces, pun intended, for gut health. Gut health. Yeah. And probiotics. Now. But it's going to be hard because we like to share everything, but we've condensed it to just what you need to know. We talked about this topic very specifically for a lot of words and many minutes very early in our podcasting journey yes, here. We did not know what we were doing. I mean, the information we gave them was great, mm. but it was very long-winded. Oh, yes. my gosh. It, like, hurt my ears to listen to it. So we're going to do it better. Mm-hmm. But also, we talk about gut health all the time on the podcast. And so for anybody who's a new listener or needs a refresher – this is really going to be helpful. Yeah. Okay. Let's so, start. Let's start with gut bacteria basics. What do this we is need all them? Carolyn as the do? professor over here. Okay. I am going to start with some terminology. So you hear the term bacteria. Bacteria are everywhere. They are a type of microbe, meaning you can't see them unless you have a microscope. Bacteria can be so-called good or beneficial, and they can be harmful. They can like they can Bad. make you sick. Yeah. The term microbiome, that refers to all the bacteria in your body as a whole, good and bad. Mm-hmm. All those different strains living in there. Um, and the, But you hear the term a healthy gut a lot of the time. Um, that, when people refer to that, they're talking about the microbes that live in their gut. Because mm-hmm. that's where a lot of them live, and that's where they do a lot of stuff. Trillions. Yes. And so, you know, what does a healthy gut really mean? In theory, it means that you have an ample and a diverse supply of those good bacteria so that the gut can do all all the things it needs to do. So those good bacteria can function like they are supposed to. And one of those functions is to keep the levels of the harmful ones in the gut down. Yes. So you want an ample, diverse supply of good bacteria in your gut. That's what I would call a healthy gut. Yes. And it's also sometimes called a gut microbiome. And I think it's important for listeners to know that we're not just talking about like your stomach and your intestines. We're literally talking about like from your mouth all the way to the other end. Yep. And you will also hear about microbiomes on other parts, like on your skin, for Mm -hmm. example. Obviously, we're just talking about the GI system here. Okay. So why do we really need them? One of, there's two main reasons. One is they prevent a lot of the outside compounds, the junk that's in our food from getting into the body when you eat food that contains chemicals and junk and that kind of thing. So here's what I tell my 101 students. When you've got a healthy gut, those bacteria in your intestines, they act as a protective lining in your intestines so that when you eat food, when you digest it and it's broken down into the nutrients and vitamins and minerals, um, those nutrients can be absorbed through the intestinal wall. But what that bacterial lining does is it prevents a lot of the other stuff that was in that food, like the chemicals, like the, you know, like your dyes, your colorings, you know, just the junk in our food supply, the toxins that aren't really supposed to be there. Yeah. It prevents them. And so they will not be able to be absorbed 
through the intestines into the body. So they go on and get released down the toilet, mm-hmm. which is what you want. So <clears throat> when a healthy gut gets disrupted, which typically means, you'll hear that, that term is often referred to as dysbiosis. Mm-hmm. And what that means is something has happened, something has threatened those good bacteria to harm their number or their diversity. And as a result, some of the harmful bacteria have been able to grow in number. Mm-hmm. Is that, that sum it up pretty good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where you get into trouble. From a in digestive standpoint, when that when you have dysbiosis, you have those bacteria still form a lining, but it's not as protective. It's not it's has holes in it, which is what why we refer to it as leaky gut. So when you digest food, you still digest the nutrients. The nutrients are still absorbed, but because that um, gut lining isn't as strong, it's leaky. Um, some of the other junk in the food, the toxins, the compounds, outside compounds that you don't need in your body can be absorbed through the intestinal wall into the body as well. And that leads to, guess what? Inflammation. Inflammation. And that really is a key way that inflammation starts and builds. So healing your gut is, is really important to that. The second reason why we need good bacteria in our gut is because they produce a lot of different things in our gut that we need. They also send signals to the brain. Um, They release um, hormones. They release transmitters. They release immunological factors. Um, they also produce things. They produce vitamins, they produce nutrients, and they produce 90% of the body's serotonin. Yes, is made in the gut. And there is this thing, which we've talked about a lot, called the gut-brain axis. Mm-hmm. So it is a, that is, is a two-way real. street. It sounds like some woo-woo, but it is for real. It is. <laughs> What happens in your gut is transmitted to your brain and vice versa. Yes. And what what gets through your GI system can travel in t- through your blood into your brain mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So, and I think serotonin is a great example. 90% of that is made in your gut. Yes. If your gut, um, if your gut microbiome is unbalanced, yeah. yeah, then you're not making all the serotonin that you need. And yes. then you're sad. Very sad. Okay, so now let's talk about the connection between gut health and mental health because we are the Happy Eating Podcast. So there is a growing body of research that, yes, refers to the gut-brain access, which we just talked about, but also um, is looking more specifically at potential connections between the makeup of your gut health and whether or not you have mental health Like specific conditions. strains? Yes, exactly. So... And, and I should have defined this earlier, but when you hear like bifido, blah, 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 that's a very specific bacteria strain. Yes. There are families. So bacteria live in families like the bifido family, the lactobacillus family, and then you'll have individual strains. Yes. That Which refer to a very individual, unique bacteria. And as an example, you can look on some food labels of things like yogurt, um, cottage cheeses and you will see 
some of those like lactobacillus aspergillus exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> the kefirs all those you'll see them <laughs> added if you really felt like trying to read okay. strains of bacteria sorry to interrupt no no that was good so let's work backwards um a fairly recent study uh it was december of last year of 2022 found that there was basically a link between either the presence or the absence of certain types of bacteria in the gut and then the presence or the absence of symptoms of depression. Um, So Mm. what was interesting to me was they found that um, sometimes excessive levels of some were linked with symptoms of depression or low levels of others were linked with depression. I really stink at trying to say these bacteria names, but one of the things that they did say was that um, one that starts with an S that I can't say very well, um, one that was low, it actually, you can support the population of that particular bacteria by eating healthy fats, especially omega-3 fatty acids. Good. So anyway. I'd never heard that. That's interesting. It was very fascinating. Okay, so then another study, now going back to 2021, in the fall of 2021, found that there were deplete, like low levels of two types of bacteria and high levels of another type of bacteria. And that combination was, they saw that combination in people who had major depressive disorder, bipolar disorder, psychosis schizophrenia and anxiety now in this particular study they looked at a lot of other mental health related conditions like they for example like they looked at adhd as well but they found these particular ones were associated with this out of whack level of of bacteria um and what like the trickle down effect of that or maybe the part that carolyn appreciates the most is that overall the this makeup here of the two that are too high and the one that was a little too low I'm sorry the other way around the two that were a little too low the one that was a little too high basically this suggests that there's a there are lower levels in your body of anti-inflammatory uh, producing bacteria mm-hmm. and pro-inflammatory bacteria are up yeah, that's what I found. Some of your beneficial bacteria, they secrete anti-inflammatory compounds or have that action. Your harmful ones can have pro-inflammatory. And so with that dysbiosis, when the balance gets off, it's, you have more pro-inflammatory than yes. you do anti-inflammatory. It comes down to inflammation. And we know that and mental yeah. health conditions are very much rooted in inflammation. If you feel like finding high-quality supplements and natural healthcare products is like looking for a needle in a haystack, we've got the solution for you. Introducing Fullscript, a leading online platform that allows healthcare professionals like us to offer you a vast selection of professional-grade supplements from trusted brands. With Fullscript, you can easily browse and order all your supplements in one place. I first discovered Fullscript when a healthcare practitioner recommended dietary supplements for my daughter. I was amazed at the quality of brands that I had access to on Fullscript, and I loved that I could get supplements for the entire family all on one site. The 20% discount didn't hurt either. 
Every product on Fullscript meets the highest quality standards, all undergo rigorous testing and are sourced from trusted manufacturers, ensuring safety and efficacy. Click on the Fullscript link in our show notes to get access to the Happy Eating Dispensary. Using this link will give you full access to all supplements available and gets you 20% off on every order. You'll also find recommendations for digestion, immunity, back to school, anti-aging, and women's health, as well as the supplements that Briarly and I order on a regular basis. The other thing that we won't get into too much here, um, today at least, is that there isn't a ton of research. There's a little bit of research, but not a lot of research that actually gives, like, looks at supplementing with probiotics or eating probiotic-rich food and um, improving mental health, like, symptoms and conditions. And it's hard to do those because each study uses a different different strains and different methods and it's hard so we don't have a lot of apples to apples to compare yes but there have been some that have suggested benefic- benefits yes from and a there- mental health standpoint and then I know there's there's more research looking at like irritable bowel syndrome um and I think colic in babies and there's some other areas that are that are well maybe traveler's diarrhea I'm trying there's something else can't think of it now though which also all have inflammatory like elements to Briarly, them. Briarly, it all goes back to inflammation. I know. Every single thing. Everything does. So my point is, though, is that the research is still new enough that we can't really say, oh, eat this strain of bacteria or eat this type of food that has it in it or take this particular right. probiotic and it's going to alleviate. Now, I will say the one area I feel like you may be able to do that is with irritable bowel because there's been so much research and they have looked at individual strains. But we're, I don't know those offhand. So, can't and tell irritable you those bowel right doesn't now. fall into mental health. No. Like, so, that's really, out of my domain. A mental health yes. was what I was going to But that at. is probably pretty easy to find on the internet. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so. Now, that said, we're going to start talking uh, next about probiotics and the point really is that even though the research isn't super conclusive or isn't saying like overwhelmingly yes do this there isn't anything that's showing any harm in doing it yes good point okay so we want to get our gut healthy so I'm gonna go here and assume most everybody has some dysbiosis going on I know I do oh surely um so how do we get it healthy it's a two-pronged approach. And so there's the term probiotics and the term prebiotics. Probiotics just refers to all these live bacteria strains we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Refers to those strains, whether they are in a capsule, whether they in, are in food, whether they are already living in your gut. The term prebiotics that you hear... That refers to fibers in foods that serve as a source of nourishment for the probiotics. Yes. And the other way to think about it is that the prebiotics is feeding what you've got and the probiotics is adding to help keep it that like numbers up and the balance the way it should be. That's the thing. A lot of people are all focused on probiotics, but like honey, you got to take care of what you already got, what's already at home. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. you got to feed them with prebiotics. So prebiotics 
are in a lot of the foods that we probably don't eat enough of, right? Like they're in the fruits and the vegetables and the whole grains and the beans. They are literally the fibers that our body does not digest. But the bacteria in our GI tract, especially in our intestines and especially in our like lower intestines, they gobble those up and they turn them into other compounds that are beneficial, other compounds that are anti-inflammatory. Yeah. I feel like that really is what covers prebiotics. Yeah. And, you know, you'll see these lists. I've probably contributed to some where I'll list, like, specific prebiotic foods you need to eat, like Jerusalem artichoke. I've never eaten a Jerusalem artichoke. Um, uh, Or, like, green bananas or something. I don't know. I love a but green banana. I say just across the board, eat more fruits and vegetables and beans, nuts, seeds, and you're going to be good. Yes. Yes. Because it really is in the fibers. Now. Yeah. So that we stay on track, Carolyn, I'm going to pass the baton to you to talk about probiotics okay. and supplements. Probiotics. If you would like to take a probiotic supplement, which may be a good idea. I have started taking one. Um, but here's the thing up front, the caveat up front. We don't have a way to know what beneficial strains you are low in or lacking in. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you do some like... In- and like intensive unless you have a gut biopsy or something yeah or you do like some intensive fecal stool test that is very expensive yeah yeah um so when you take a probiotic supplement or when you buy one you are basically kind of gambling that you are hopefully getting some of the strains that your gut needs i'm a really bad gambler but go ahead I, i'm not i don't have much luck either <laughs> So I just want to put that out there. But again, like you said earlier, they appear to do no real harm right, to anyone. Okay, so if you want to take a probiotic supplement, here's how to um, get the ones that are likely going to have the most benefit, be the most effective. Yes, totally worth your money. Yeah. The probiotics on um, like a supplement bottle, they are going to be counted in something called CFUs, Colony Forming Units. All this means is the number of active and live microorganisms in a serving of that probiotic. You Most probiotics have between 1 to 10 billion CFUs per serving. Okay. Now, a higher CFU count doesn't necessarily mean the product is better. Something good to know. Mm, okay. That is good. So look at the CFUs. You want to make sure you're getting anywhere from 1 to 10 billion. Okay. Refrigeration. Some require it. Some don't, but what I found is the most important across the board, whether it has to be refrigerated or not, is how those probiotics are handled, like in the manufacturing and shipping. Yes. Because the high temps, any probiotic that's exposed to high temps and extreme conditions, that's going to kill them. you got to remember, these things are alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really what's most important. And if they need to be refrigerated, it will tell you to refrigerate them. The other big thing to know is strains. You really want a multi-strain probiotic, meaning you look on the back and it lists several of those, bifido, lacto, maybe some others in there, um, because that's going to give you the best shot at getting a strain that you're, or two that your gut needs. Yes. Variety is important for sure. Yeah. The only time I'd probably go with a single strain is like something very specific like irritable bowel. Well, they have really identified yes. one that appears to be particularly beneficial. Yes. 
So I want to add two other things for listeners to think about when they're buying probiotic supplements. One is just a reminder that um, the FDA is not very thorough in its oversight. It's just the way that the industry is regulated. It's not very thorough in its oversight of supplements. So you, even though we would love to believe everything that we read on the packaging, we can't always do that. So your best bet is to look for a probiotic supplement that has some type of third-party testing. I promise you if that company is doing third-party testing, they are going to tell you that they are doing it uh, because yeah. it's, it's a big deal. you want to brag about. Yeah. And then the other thing is just because a company doesn't do third-party testing doesn't necessarily mean it's not a high-quality supplement, but maybe they have other products in their lineup that have been third-party tested. And so look to reputable brands, uh, brands that you know are trustworthy, yeah. that sort of thing, in as you like guide your decision. Yeah. And going to full script, we'll do a probiotic recommendation yes. on our full script account. But um, that's one of the reasons I like full script is they source from reputable companies. Yes. And I actually take one daily now and I give my kids one daily. So I will put both of those within our probiotic recommendations. Yes. I have loved looking through full script because I consistently find really great products like great yeah. like good good brands that I don't think I could get other I don't think I couldn't get on Amazon yes I could only get if I went to a doctor who happened to carry them and some of them you might be able to get on Amazon but you might you might not have really heard of them because they are much more geared towards health professionals and health professional mm -hmm. recommendations yeah so we will link that in the show notes how did we do Let's see. What is our time? 21 minutes. That's, that's, that's good for us. Amazing. I like it. I hope y'all did too. Let us know if you have questions and Bye. if you like 20 minutes. Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.